You're an asshole. Welcome to the Boring Podcast, restocking the jerk store one episode at a time, because they're all out of us. We're back. The boring is, podcast. Or I should say Odie's back. Who is this guy? We got a we got a replacement or an extra? Yeah, you, you, basement? <laughs> you didn't get your two weeks notice yet. <laughs> it's in the mail, by the way. The I pink slip I, has I, been. I didn't get my paycheck last week. I thought something was off. <laughs> the glitch will fix itself. <laughs> is Rico just eating celery? What are you, are you just eating celery and vodka or do you make a bloody Mary? Dipping it in celery peanut and butter. peanut butter. Well, Clearly, Rico didn't get his paycheck either this week because that's some sad shit. Put some fucking uh, raisins on that, Rico. Little ants on a log, dud. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm not putting raisins how you on tra- my yogurt. But, how uh, are you going to talk during a pot? You're doing a podcast eating peanut butter, which is what they use to make dogs talk <laughs> in movies. Well, there's three other people, so I don't really have to talk that much. Well, that's what plus, Howie's here for. When you, when yeah, you just, plus, all you're going to do is just go. Depends on how drunk Howie is, then he'll just talk the whole time anyways. <laughs> Well, I just figured you were playing on Howie talking when you were, when you open your mouth to chew like the peanut butter, like going, Howie will just speak for you. So we try it now. Ready, Rico, take a big, take a big spoon of peanut butter. Put it in your Come mouth. Right. Rico's not Mr. Ed. <laughs> Here we go. He doesn't have, he doesn't have the horse cock. He, he's that. a person, Here not we go. a horse. Howie, get ready. Here we go. Is Howie and drinking a, a giant Mountain Dew? Howie's supposed no. to talk for Rico. Rico, you have to open your mouth like you're a dog eating peanut butter. God, you can't do anything. You can't even eat peanut butter right, you fucking idiot. What are you talking about? How do you eat peanut butter wrong? You're supposed to eat it like Mr. Ed or a dog in a movie where you open your mouth and eat the peanut butter and go... And then Howie talks for you, and it looks like you're speaking oh, for the people that are really watching this. I attention to what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, that would have been stupid uh, anyways. I'm yeah, we're not, we're, like not, a, we're not doing that. Just like a dog <laughs> in the movie. Well, welcome to The Boring Podcast, episode four, and episode of whatever of what Bravo and Beer used to be. We're once again joined by Howie. Howie, Howie, Howie! Hey. Here again. Odie is, uh, let's call it a transitional phase. It's kind of like Odie's back. From his vacation. I'm excited to hear what you have to say about your vacation. But at the same time, I'm also, (laughs) it's like when you hire somebody and you're like, oh yeah, this guy's going to work with you and you can train him. And uh, you kind of know in the back (laughs) of your head (laughs) what's happening. So Odie, uh, teach Howie the ropes if you would. (laughs) It's uh, it's pretty easy. You just uh, don't laugh at Brian's jokes. And, nope. uh, you already got that one done. Got it. So <laughs> big got inhales. A lot of big and, inhales uh, without saying anything. Pretend like you watch shows. Mm-hmm. You'll probably get away with not pretending. Just don't watch that's them. Yeah, well, we already told him he doesn't have to watch the show. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's. I, I will say this week, out. though, I, since it was only two people or two couples had to watch, I actually did watch all of it and took a lot of notes. So I'm prepared. So you took more notes. Not having to watch than you would having to watch. Well, Wait, did you watch you guys all the people? Watching. I knew you guys weren't watching, so I watched watch all the people, but I fast forwarded through some bits. But it is a lot easier mentally. It's not as mentally taxing. It goes a lot oh, faster. Wait, it's way. Oh better. God, like, it's such a relief. <clears throat> I I see Angela and I'm like I shudder. 
Oh, she had. I hope you watched a little bit because she had the best lines of the episode. By no, far. of course I didn't watch. Fast she forward. Right. She, was a whole, she was a whole episode. It's like, oh, what surgery is she getting now? How many? Who's paying for all these surgeries? That's what Micah wants to know. But we'll Did get to get that. Did she get like a, P, a PPP loan for these surgeries? Uh, pu- is that stand for pussy punch and puncher? For her That's pussy, her punch, exactly and her punchable face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have surgery on your pussy, your punch, and your puncher. <laughs> Puncher. I'm sorry. That's, that's a not great, bad. That's a great that's joke. Bad. This was a tr- this was a Trump program, right? I'm amazed. <laughs> the PPP. <laughs> yeah. Yes. By yeah, the way, it's free I'm, money from the government. Free money from the government. Free money. Who's that guy with what, the question marks in his suit? Yes. Best. He was fantastic. Wait, who? Somebody I, went as him for. Uh, Damon went for as him. That's right. It's an awesome outfit. Yes. Well, Wait. Uh oh. Uh, oh God. Uh oh. Chelsea's Chelsea's fucked. Chelsea says, holy fuck, I just realized that may be the OD of my work. <laughs> well, good luck on the unemployment line, Chelsea. Don't train them too well. That's the key. You have to train them to be really shitty so that they cannot overtake you. That's always the secret. Yeah, see, that's kind of the secret to working your way up the corporate ladder is doing a bad job. Not horrible, but bad enough that somehow you get promoted. They never promote the best workers because they want you yeah. doing all the work. So you got to just kind of... You know, wiggle your way up there. No. Would it would it be funny if Odie was stepping away because he has like horrible gut health and he just can't like he's not up to podcasting <laughs> anymore? <laughs> Guys, I've got ulcerative colitis and I have to go. <laughs> I caught the uh, IBS from Brian and uh, I spray it. I go out on every public sure. transportation I'm on. I sit on every seat and I just figure wear, that someone's going to catch mask my butthole around Brian. <laughs> my butt's got a mask on it. Uh, what? Anybody have good Memorial Day uh, tales to tell? I have one shitty thing that happened to me. I have two shitty things that happened to me, actually. Did you poop in a really bad place? I did poop at a friend's new house, which is always enjoyable. That's actually Christened it. one of the best places to poop. <laughs> but you had a low was it a new toilet, toilet or was no, it just lo- new it to like- them? You new to them and a low flow toilet, which are weird, low to the ground. And when you're shitting in it, you're like, well, let's see how this works out for me. Let's just sit and pray. So it went down, but won at beer pong, right? Got super hammered later on, lost at beer pong. That was bad. But then before all this happened, we're going back in time to Friday. I'm working out with a buddy. I'm doing kicks as you do, like the ninja I am as a person, obviously incredibly athletic. I'm doing MMA shit. I'm doing kicks. I'm doing boxing. All sorts of stuff you wouldn't understand as a man who just runs around with a child. But I extend my kicks. Usually I'm like ribs level, right? For my my kicking warmups. The guy raises up the pad to head height. And I'm like, oh, I can hit that. Pow, pow, right? Like a fucking ninja. Hit it again. Hit it a third time. And that's when I feel the seizing pain in my back. And now I have a pinched nerve and I can barely walk. Oh, I so, thought you were going to say you like shit yourself. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> and that's when I lost complete control of my back. And that's, when the, cannon, and that's when the cannon started to fire. <laughs> well, the thing is, I work out in Santa Monica, which is covered in homeless people in their own feces anyway. So people would be like, look at that very clean homeless man who just shit himself working out. So it wouldn't have been amazing. Dude, I spent the I whole a, weekend shitting in porta potty. So I that never once in my life. Well, that's, toilet sounds well, that's your blog. I mean, how he's never shitted in a porta potty, Rico? Not no. tailgated at one Penn State game? Are you kidding me? Never. 
How's that if possible? I'm late, I, I preakness, no, it's very at preakness, possible. You didn't shit at preakness. You of definitely. course not. I make sure if I know that I'm going to be at a place like that. One, I'll use the bathroom in the morning at the hotel or wherever I'm at. Two, when I'm not <laughs> drinking all day, I don't eat. So there's no there's no thing to. That's shit. true. So, yeah, drinking all day for three days, I had to go, and I was there was well, no yeah, I mean three days, <laughs> yeah. But if you're well, just that, somewhere for a day, then well, that you can, like, yeah, like I think I at saying, Woodstock, I used it once, and it was the well. Worst. That's the thing, right? You had the music festivals. I was at Coachella way back when, and you just I camped out. I had to shit. I ate some sort of falafel demon at a at a food stand and then had to shit 18 times at the porta potties the 120 degree porta potties that was bad enough the worst part every time i got back from shitting i went to the beer line i stood in line for 10 minutes i got a fresh new full beer sit down drink half of it and then have to go shit and when i came back somebody had kicked it fucking over that was the worst part well why wouldn't you take the beer with you yeah there's nowhere to put it inside Dude, you're drinking. Oh, oh we lost. We lost Odie. Wait, Odie's, you, Odie's, Odie's, Odie's he... heavily invested in the porta potty industry. By the way, that's one of his revenue streams. He can't be on any podcast legally that's that's Were... shitting on porta potties. As ironic as that sounds, were you suggesting he bring a beer into a porta potty? Yes. Yeah, disgusting. Never would never do that. No. Or do you think disgusting. the particles are in the air and then they go down? Yes. They are in the air. What do yes. you think farts are, Rico? 100%. You're smelling shit particles in the air. That's what well, farts are. It, it helps my immune system. You know what? I, <laughs> Rico's, I, doctor, Rico's doctor just farts in his mouth. He's like, here you go. Here's your booster shot, buddy. Good luck with COVID. Dude, I just thought <laughs> really it would be a really cleaner right outside, like noticeably different. I was you, leaving you it, it off in the field. I was putting wow. it in the field with other people, but I just thought of, just drinking it. I just thought of an idea for a t-shirt. Eat shit and thrive. <laughs> I like it. That's, that'll go big in Germany. Oh, super, wow. super. All right. Well, I don't know what the fuck happened to Odie. Um, what should I do? Should I, anybody else good Memorial Day story? Or should I go well, into my joke? Uh, well, I want to hear the rest of Howie's if you can be not political, which you can't, but that'll be half the fun. Oh, sure. No. Political. Yeah, so I was at Childerberg this weekend, which was... Yep, there you go. All right. <laughs> Is this political? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a political it's like event. like I was at the Republican to. National Convention this weekend. Yeah, yeah seriously. Okay, well, never mind. So I was at the Klan meeting recently, and... <laughs> well, anyways, what happened... Hoods, and hoods are out, guys. Breaking news. Hoods are out this season. Yeah, so I was you talking can still to... wear white after Labor Day, though. I was talking to Odie about it before, and he's like, everybody said it was like a life-changing experience, but I think it was just that... This past year, being around like all these brainwashed COVID people for oh, a year, geez. just being around like a hundred normal people without masks, like they're like, "Hey, this drink's pretty good. Want to try it?" Like, sure, shaking hands, whatever you know. Just being around people that aren't crazy was awesome. That's not funny or no, it's not funny. I mean, that, right? that's kind of been the way here for a while. I don't think it's anything. Oh, not newer in Virginia, but like, yeah. no, it was. Really fun, except then, like on Saturday, drinking all day. We're at this uh, Iron Wolf uh, distillery. They had this awesome um, horseradish vodka that they made really good Bloody Marys out of. But so Robbie the Fire's finishing up his set, having a great time. Trash. My phone's almost dead though. Then I get a text from my wife that she's in the hospital. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm drunk. My phone's almost dead. But she's like, don't worry. I'm fine. 
And she, I she's mean, all right. But hey, that's then the best why time. Why did you tell me you were in the hospital? Just tell me when you're out. Exactly. Well, that's well, the best way, time. I was in the hospital, fine. Now at home, I'm, you know. Well, hey, let's be honest. That's the best time to find out that somebody you love's in the hospital because you're like, there's nothing I could do about it. It's like being on an airplane. You're like, well, I might as well stay drunk. I can't do anything. Even if they're in the hospital when you aren't drunk. Like, think about that. People call you like, I'm in the hospital. They're like, oh, shit. So you go over there and you comfort them and all, but you can't do anything for them. Yeah. Might as well be drunk somewhere else, having a good time. I was coming uh, home the next day. Well. Wait, when did you come home? Sunday? I came home Sunday because now that I'm old, I knew I needed all of Monday to just, like, recover. <laughs> Odie's yeah. lost his internet so he says I think Howie's pure power of personality has pushed him off of the podcast and he may his internet will always fail now <laughs> I, I think he was just on. lying about all those notes <laughs> <laughs> he's like I've been found out I gotta go alright let's hear your joke <laughs> alright here's my joke it's sad though because Odie's gonna miss it so uh, I've, I I found my notebook by the way so I'll go through it um, I which, do you want to hear all only the ones that are failed, or do you want your good ones too? I forgot what you said. Today, only the failed jokes. Today, today, I'd like to hear a mix. All right, I'll give you one. I'll give you one and one. So my first joke is that you know what? Every time I oh here's Zodi, he's back. Perfect time. Oops. Perfect timing, Zodi. I'm just gonna tell my joke. He's like, oh, Brian's so got is, the joke book out. Let me jump off I again. Think, <laughs> I think Howie hired some uh, hired some hackers to try to push me out. We, we were we were guessing that his power of personality pushed you off the bandwidth, and that's it's how true. that worked out. I shut down that pipeline. I shut down the meat, and I'm down taking down you. <laughs> 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 coming for Odie next. <laughs> okay, so uh, two jokes. One not didn't go over that well. It's a thinker, but so here's the thing. Whenever I go out of town, you know, people spend all this money on security systems, all this other bullshit. All I do, I go, I buy about a gallon of liquid mercury. When I leave my house, I dump it on the floor and then I walk out. And that way, anybody that comes in and rob me is going to walk in the door and be like, holy shit, man, we got to get the fuck out of here. This guy's got a T-1000 in here. He's got Terminator 2 guard in his apartment. That's the one that failed, right? That's the one that failed. Okay. Just making sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's one that succeeded. So, again, ideas. Uh, I want to open an abortion clinic called Consequences. See, that's that's <laughs> not that bad. That, that is cla- not that bad. Is clever. No, I told you a one. I told you one that failed and one that succeeded. <laughs> first, yeah, the first one was maybe the worst worst joke I've heard in my life. Yeah, the second one, catchy. It's funny if you visualize it. That's so did, you, did you ever have in science class somebody like break a thermometer and then they'd be like have to like oh we got to evacuate the room because of the mercury. Yeah, uh, what the fuck? People used to take mercury for health back in the Wild Wild West. Not that it was good for them, by the way, but they took it. Isn't it those those light bulbs, those curly light bulbs? Yeah, yeah. they filled with? If you break one of those, you're supposed to evacuate your house and open all your windows. So I had one of those. I was like, wake up in the middle of the night. In my ass. One in a million shot, Doc. (laughs) Using the bathroom, and one of those like exploded in my bathroom. It was like this gray powder all over. I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, I don't, I don't know how you're supposed to clean this up. So I go, so, so I started I, I mean, snorting the powder. Exploded. Obviously. I went, I went, I woke up my wife, yeah. and she thought I just woke her up, like just like to have her clean it up. I'm like, no, I woke up because I don't know what to do. Not just Wait, like, can, hey, can you better clean this up. Hold Man. on, can we go back. <laughs> we got to go back. Why did it explode? I don't know. I turned the light on. I'm peeing. Boom! It explodes. 
This sounds like the scene in fucking uh, the longest yard where the guy puts gasoline in a light bulb to kill somebody. Is your wife trying to kill you? No. no. Not more than usual. I mean, we probably should use those ones they say are bad for the environment instead of these ones. That's what I do. I mean, if it says bad for the environment, I'm buying it because, (laughs) you know, it's probably better. I buy old refrigerators and I just run them in my yard all the time. (laughs) A mixture of gasoline and... And then when I'm done with them, I go out and I put fresh fish inside to lure dolphins in. And then I seal the doors shut with duct tape. Well, speaking of old refrigerators, we did get to see... I did see this as I was... You've been taking my transition course. Mind-blowing. I study every day. So I did see uh, when I was, you know, scrolling through with my finger on the uh, the old ball to, to fast forward. I see Andre hard at work tearing doors off a refrigerator <laughs> and uh, Charlie having his uh, ego trip about home renovation. And apparently Andre did not turn off the gas before he started. Well, um, hold on. Does anybody, does anybody fucking believe? So Charlie shows up and he's like, what the fuck, bro? I got a call from well, the let's, neighbors. Let's, no, let's that back, someone's let's breaking back their up. house. Let's back up. You got back up, set the scene. Andre's there saying, demo is the best. You just get to break stuff. It's so much fun. I don't know why I'm talking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It always it turns into that. Well, and, and Chuck, his his father-in-law gave him permission, supposedly, right? Yeah, but he's like doing it. Like Rigo was saying, he's doing the dumbest shit. He's taking the doors out of the refrigerator. He's like taking the uh, sledgehammer and like knocking the doors off the cabinets. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, man? Anyway, go ahead. Uh, well, it's not my character. It, it wasn't it a matter. Your... Apparently, everybody saw this. So well, it's, I, it's, I, it's 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 Odie's character, but you brought it up. But well, I, I don't. I only probably saw like two or three minutes. But so. They're in a home renovation flipping business. Mm-hmm. How do they know the neighbor of some random home they just purchased to flip so well exactly. that the neighbor's calling them? It's Who produced. does that? Oh, it's produced. Yep. Yes, exactly. There's no fucking way that the neighbor's called, hey, somebody's wrecking up your house, guy that just flipped bought a house to flip. They'd be like, fuck him. Or they'd call the cops and be like, hey, some dickheads in this house making a lot of noise. <laughs> and also, why is Andre doing it at night? He's like, well, Lib, I got to go over. It's about time for me to uh, break off the refrigerator doors. Thank you for uh, dinner. I watched our baby all day. I got to go fuck some shit up. Like, why would you go at six in the a- six in the evening? Especially when like that's your only job. I could see if like that was like your side hustle. <clears throat> they're working at night, but that's all he's doing. So it doesn't make any well, sense. Well, and that and being a nanny and arguing against having a nanny. Well, that's a whole different discussion. Let's finish this one. Wait, first. he's a dude, nanny. Now he, he wants should to be Mr. He, Nanny 2 starring Andre. I would 100% watch that. Show. So, so Andre from the Where from Andre the, goes into couples homes and tells them why they're raising their kid wrong. Look, fuck it. I don't give a fuck about you and your stupid opinion. Oh, I am a hard worker to come in here. Your baby is a lazy piece of shit. I don't know what you want to do. You want me to punch your baby in the face? I'll punch your baby in the face. You want me to build a crib for your baby? I'm a very hard worker. I take crib, I'll build a crib. Break your crib over your child's face. Fuck you. Pay me one hundred thousand dollars. And see, <laughs> there's so many spinoffs with Andre that would be better than what he's actually in. Extreme. Andre should have done what he did to that kitchen. He should have done to uh, Andrea's face. He should have been handling her surgery with the sledgehammer or Angela, not Andrea. <laughs> and producers. 
the producers of this show are overplaying the uh, Charlie and Andre thing. And I mean, Rico's already said he's getting sick of it. I'm getting sick of it too. I mean, Andre's entertaining enough just talking and being a person. You don't yeah. even need Charlie there. And right. it's just getting weird. Like, like, like at the end, Charlie's like, yeah, get out of here. And Andre's walking out the door. He's like, yeah, you better leave, you bitch. You bitch ass, you walk out the door. <laughs> It's like everyone knows Andre would destroy Charlie Crush if he wanted to. Him. Plus, Andre was holding a sledgehammer at the time. Charlie's like, hey, you better stop that. I'll kick your ass. And he's like, bro, I'm holding a sledgehammer. This is a gun in Russia or wherever the fuck he's from, Moldova. These are Moldovan guns. This is oh, what I carried as police officer. I actually found out where Moldova is. I looked it up after the last episode. Where is it? Good job, Howie. <laughs> Uh, if I had a map, I'd point it to you. I know it's close to Well, Russia. good story. Thank you. Well, you're already bringing a lot to the podcast as, oh, you, you've well, actually, you've actually come down to your competition's level. You're like a, a bad playoff team. I did have down a, to Odie's level. I did have a realization nothing. though. <laughs> like we, we're coming up with so much better ideas. It seems to me like the boring podcast should make their own reality show. <laughs> this is it. I like to go and read Chelsea's comment. It's very fun. Anyone else? <laughs> has Charlie he, ever sucked dick for coke? No, that's not what he said. Does anyone think Charlie has seen one up close, as in a dick? Uh, for sure. For sure he's seen a dick up close. I mean, I'm not going to say that Chuck molested Charlie. I'm saying it's a possibility. They're very close, according to Libby. But to your point, Charlie needs to get the fuck out of here. I would much rather see Andre destroy the fucking kitchen. Like, he got a little bit in. I want to see what he's when he's done. I want to see the holes. It's like have you ever seen the Money Pit with yeah. fucking oh, uh, great movie, fantastic film, right? With with uh, Tom Hanks. I want to see that be the house when Andre is done with. He's like two weeks, Chuck, done. Two weeks, don't worry about. It. I fix everything, and then it's just a fucking the Money Pit, the reality. Okay, show. so here here's a producer balls ass producer move if they really want a good TV. They tell Chuck. Chuck, who, who's a friend of yours? You know, whatever. Give Andre your friend's address when he's not <laughs> home. Tell him that he's going to renovate it. Your friend comes home and Andre has fucked up his house. We'll pay for the damage, but the footage will be amazing. The neighbor, your friend will come home, start yelling at Andre, and Andre will be like, I, I was told by Chuck, I'm doing what do you want or whatever. Better idea. Would, better idea. Change out friend of Chuck with Charlie's house. <laughs> 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 That's true. Andre probably has no idea where Charlie lives. Like there's no chance that Charlie gave him the address. Oh, I love that this idea. So fucking funny. Can we hire him again? Odie, do something here. Can you call Andre and please hire him? Yeah, I'll just call him with the phone number I have. One eight hundred Andre. How hard is it? Don't you got some Hollywood contacts, Brian? You get set this up. They don't. They don't live in Hollywood. They live in like where the fuck do they live? I don't even know where they fucking. Don't you? Don't Peter Florida, Florida, have Florida, like Florida, Florida. Books for all those people. Wait, are they Tampa anybody? Bay? I'll have my dad hire him. I'd be like, he's a convincing guy. He used to be an actor. I'll be like, Dad, you've got plenty of money. They just sold a house. Oh. They just sold a house. I could have hired Andre. I could have had. A, I could have hired Andre myself to rent my parents' house. Some missed really? opportunities. Does he do anything besides just the smashing of stuff? 
He uh, tells people why they're they're wrong and why they're not as smart as him. He, he, he curses more than I do, which is very hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> every literally every other word he says is fuck or shit or something else. It's hard to understand because of all the bleeping. Anyway, move on. Okay, so Odie, what else uh, from the Andre Libby do you have to bring to the table here? Yeah, I mean there was the uh, the scene with Lib and her sister doing yoga because they've gotten so into yoga during the pandemic and they love working out together. And it looks like they've never done yoga before based on what they're doing. Howie would have been very offended by it. They showed their uh, downward dogs. That was literally the moves they showed them doing. Downward dog. (laughs) Nice work, ladies. Uh, Where do I sign up? That's an important one. Yeah. The, the base, the base of everything yoga. Do the they have a uh, yoga guru like Howie does? Probably. You mean not. Manorama? <laughs> I am not. Howie, can guru. you can you fill the audience in about Manorama? Manorama, she's my uh, guru. <laughs> you say it differently. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if that's how you. I don't know if that's the Manorama. You've been pronouncing it wrong all these years. There's even Very a dash offensive. after the M A N. And fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, I don't take a lot of her advice, and my life's still a shambles. But you know, here we are. <laughs> Wait, you don't or you do? I think either yeah, way, I, your life's gonna be in shambles. Yeah, probably. What? What's so, a, that's all we uh, got. What's a piece of advice that she's given you? Oh, no, we talk about like the Vedas, and you know the the what? The base, like the Hindu, like holy scriptures, those kind of things. The medita- <laughs> meditation. What are your takes on those? Can you share them with us? I think the Which Bhagavad- is your favorite? Which is I, your favorite? I've probably read the Bhagavad Gita like oh, 70 times. It's except for the t- first chapter. How many chapter. times sober? Except for the first chapter. Probably most of them. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Let me uh, you guys start with something else. I'm gonna look up the uh what is it, the Bhagavad Gita? Brian's like, let me Bhagavad just read Gita. the uh, Bhagavad Gita. There's right no right. way he could yeah. say it ten times and you're not gonna I'm going to it. I'm gonna kind of, I'm going to look up excerpts and uh, ask Howie to identify them. Well, wasn't it uh, – who was the guy who created the atomic bomb? Oppenheimer, yeah. he Wasn't he quoting the – Yes, uh, yeah. yes. What, so what, right, part did, so, what part did he quote? Uh, like the uh, I have become like the story of worlds part. Well, that's fitting. Oh, yep, that's in there. I he see actually that. Be, he actually became very anti-nuke, and then they're like, okay, you're, you're off this project. <laughs> All right, Howie. <laughs> oh, you've done. Howie. Uh, okay, ready? Who said it, though? I have become death, the destroyer of worlds. Who said it? Um, Would that have been... Bhagavad Gavita? Shiva? Uh, no, it was actually Bhagavad Gavita. The guy who... <laughs> Bob Bhagavad Gita? Bob Bob Abagita. Come down to Bob Abagita's used cars. You can get the best deals on any car in the lot. Bob Gabagita, I will give you the Hindu discount. You come down with a dot on your head and you are driving out of here with a car on your ass. That's the Bob Gabagita guarantee. Come on down to the lot. This podcast is going to take off in India. Yeah. Isn't that like how he's not amused by our. We were, we were huge in Thailand. Huge in Thailand. All right, what's what? what Dude, else, we uh, should buy stock in Thai Air. They, they only have one airline, and as soon as like that con- country is open again, that thing's gonna that's gonna rock skyrocket. I think. Well, Did Manorama tell you that, or is this one of your own opinions? No, Did you read that the Baba, one, one, one of my own opinions. All right, well, why don't I Manorama in the Thai stock market tomorrow? So. Uh, <laughs> 
It might already want, be open. It's already I open just now. want to know Tire what stocks waste. Brian sells to buy because that's that's probably the best investing. <sighs> Man, oh, I sold AMC, one of those game stocks. I sold it at thirty two. It wasn't really doing that much. It went up a little bit. I was like, all right, I'll sell at thirty two. That's pretty good. It was stable at thirty thirty ish, and I was like, all right, stabilized. You know, sell. I put a no, limit sixty dollars. I put a limit sell on it yesterday at thirty five. And then it didn't, yep. it didn't hit it. So then I just forgot about it. Until oh, lucky prick. Someone texted me. They're like, do you still have any of that AMC stock? I'm like, oh, a little bit. Not, not enough to care, but. I didn't have a shit ton, but I had enough that I could have made. Instead of, I made like 400. I could have made, you know, 2,000. Well, we'll see where it goes tomorrow. Fucking bullshit. Well, I, it's already sold. So I don't, I hope it goes fucking straight well, down to the goddamn toilet. Oh, fuck you. Should we talk about another uh, couple? Oh, let yeah, me let's fin- finish up. Uh, oh God, I mean, the whole thing with Libby and her sister. Jesus, Odie, what are you saving up your talking points? You're rehearsing <sighs> them when you're on vacation. It's it was basically you guys already talked about it with the whole nanny thing. But the, I mean, the real thing is what is it? Lib's sister Jen is that her name? Yeah, the real evil one. And she's basically like, well, yeah, um, you're not lying by getting a nanny without telling Andre about it. You're just omitting what's happening. You're just How can not you get exactly a nanny and he won't know about it. Hey, Lib, I've not met your Who new the sister. Fuck is what this is her name? Here? Because, <laughs> because he's going to be out destroying houses and yeah. the nanny's going to come when Lib's working at home doing nothing. And, yeah, uh, how just, often do you, does she think he's going to be actually gone working? And, ta- and how long does she think it takes to go and look at a house and be like, okay, flip it? Like, it's not that difficult. And he doesn't Lib, exactly work regular hours. in our house? Oh, I like her better. Lib, get out. Lib, leave the baby. Take yourself out of here. Go live with your shitty brother and your horrible sister. All right. This podcast is boring so far. I think we need to... Let's make the second half Thanks hour Thanks for the better. rating, Rico. Yeah. Boring. It's a one it's star. One star. One star. That's why we yeah. call every it the time, boring show. Every time Rico thinks the podcast is bad, it's actually hilarious. All right, next. Yeah, not this one. What All about... Right. Okay, go, go, Rico. Right, we're going to talk about Mike and Natalie. Um, Natalie has become especially detestable this year, this season. Yes, she fucking unbelievable. Has. Like, I kind of feel bad for hating on Mike last season because I wouldn't want to marry her either. She is so annoying, so conceited, petulant. It's almost unbelievable. By the way, one kind of life rule. If a person tells you every other sentence what a hard worker they are, mm. they're not a hard worker. If you What's have that? to re- repeat, how many hardworking people do you know tell you constantly they're a hard worker? My answer is zero. Yeah, yeah 100%. Exactly. What also, how many people tell you they're like, no matter what you tell them, it, no matter how logical it might be, they're like, I only have one life to live and I just got a dream. You're like, how about you shut the fuck up? Yeah. How about you go get a goddamn job at McDonald's and buy something? Bitch. Like, seriously, like, and I guess not that I think women should be staying home working all day necessarily, but if you you don't have a kid, you're at home all day. You're not doing anything. You might as well wash a dish. I don't know. Do and something. How vacuum. delusional is she that she thinks she's going to be on TV in Seattle? Oh, there's no fucking. What is Seattle in the, <laughs> the major market? I mean, it's top 10 major markets in the U.S., right? I would think. Has she heard her own accent? I mean, it's not like she speaks One, impeccable English. Her accent's not catchy. It's not pleasant to listen to. Two, she's nowhere near hot enough. 
She would be a turnip. She would be a turnip with a perm. She could be. She could be on a middle of nowhere, you know, TV like small town TV network. As Davenport, a sports, Iowa. As a sports Here's anchor. Natalie. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Scranton girls are attractive. They are. Scranton girls are shockingly hot from decades can, of Irish. Can we get can we get some like shots of these women in the chat? Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. Hold on. <laughs> I'll bring up some some of these uggos for you. Uh, yeah, she's, she's nowhere near looking, and it's not like she's getting better looking. She, and she's like, she's like, I'm not going to go to Hollywood. I, uh, I'm 36. I'm realistic. You're like, well, you're not realistic. You think you're going to be on TV at all. Speaking like that. I'm realistic. I'm just going to be an NBC anchor in Seattle for their, uh, for their evening news. Um, Well, you know, Penny sent me, they, uh, they actually have a, here's Natalie now. I'll share my screen. They act, Natalie has a TV or a YouTube channel where she cooks. And I think we maybe that's what we should start reviewing. That's this is actually a, a good this idea. This isn't one of those bitches that just like cooks on the counter. Like, well, of that, course, that she cooks on drives, the counter. No, I mean, like, like it's the food. Oh, that's like, a not, horrible not, picture not, of her. Wow. Well, that's oh, more wow. accurate. To, all the other pictures are like glamour shots. This is what she looks like. She doesn't look like that most of the time. She looks worse than. She, she looks she, worse than that most of the time. She can't Brian, even be. You're in, the one that's been the highest on her. Give her the highest rating. So I called sense. her Natalie Knockers because of her knockers. And uh, oh, I didn't see that part. I was face. just about to say she can't even be in amateur porn. But if the knockers are <laughs> nice, <enough. laughs> she, could, she, I, she could be in certain forms of very professional porn. But she'd have to do something real weird, and it has to be a character thing you role. You could say to somebody, <laughs> <laughs> "Madam, you are not amateur porn worthy. Thank you, but you are rejected <laughs> from this red tube upload." I think uh, Howie just came up with another title for our episode. Two for and two, Howie. Amateur porn? Not <laughs> amateur <laughs> porn material. I thought that yeah. I thought maybe Howie came up with a new segment for the show where Howie finds the ugliest right. people in porn and we watch it and decide whether or not they're too ugly to be in porn. I'm not watching that, but no. Really? Go ahead. Yeah. Nobody's okay. going for this idea. Are you fucking serious? I thought this would be one that everybody I thought, jumped. I thought on. he was just gonna, you know, your idea is good. It, the the beginning we're gonna do a podcast on this you take a no just a segment of no we're not doing an entire podcast podcast. (laughs) you take take a picture of a of a person could be man or woman it's porning with p-o-o-r though because they're terrible at porn the porning podcast and you you think you rate them either either amateur porn or (laughs) scranton newscaster which one so we saw a great there was a great video on you uh you porn this week, uh, Dude, did you ever like we ever like a porn site and read like the comments under the videos they're ridiculous always, uh, always. <laughs> i am shocked by anybody that takes the time i'm like number one and people have avatars i'm like who is are you famous for commenting on porno videos is there a community uh, that i don't know about of pathetic people like what you're covered in your own filth if and you're is, taking the you time to like you know what i had a wonderful time this was the best Thank you. Does it get worse as they type, as the fucking jizz soaks into the keyboard? Like, it's uh, horrible. Who are these people? Howie, who are you? (laughs) What's your avatar name? I've never commented on porn, nor do I have an avatar. Sure. No, I think you protest too much. Anything else on Natalie and Mike? uh, Yeah, one other scene. So... They go to pick up the Thanksgiving turkey, and apparently it's they pick up the turkey at the butcher shop. Seems unusual to me. Um, Natalie has a complete meltdown. 
meltdown. See, it's like a, a scene from a cartoon where the person walks into like their their horror, you know, and they're like doom, 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 and they're like bombarded with images. That was Natalie seeing like the cow's uh, leg, or yeah, it was Maybe so. She- but- it she, was over, she was so overstated. It was bullshit. exactly. She walked in and she's like, "What is this place?" It's like, yeah, they don't have these in the Ukraine. They don't have they don't have butcher shops in Russia. I'm sure they're full of fucking mouse meat and raccoon flanks. Like, what are you fucking talking about? It's Thanksgiving. They're in a butcher shop. You don't have to go in. You know, it probably said meat market on the sign. I'm guessing. And this bitch goes in and gets all freaked out. It, it was obnoxious. She's looking for reason to be pissed off. Well, the the line I did watch this part. The she's line Ukrainian. That, and the she's line like, that set that set her off and set her yeah. running into the car is Mike was like, "Hey, mama, you get me a T bone. I didn't I didn't come here to get skinny. Come on, buy me a T bone, mama." And Natty's like, "I'm I'm out of here. I can't I can't handle this." Just runs out the door as if he hasn't eaten meat in front of her all the time. By the way, Chelsea says, "Do you cosplay for him with her? Make her wear a mask in regards to Natalie, Mike." said this is perfect timing mike said you know what uh, maybe i'd run after her if she was holding a t-bone maybe natalie should dress up in a turkey costume or as a cow and mike will run after her and then the cow the costume, shit out of her the cow costume is dinner. a that is a popular uh, cosplay thing oh i'm sure it is with the first what now a cow yeah what a lot of cow what tur- there. well what about turkeys it's thanksgiving with, what, with about, their, what about their, the mo- their mommy costume? milkers <laughs> Is it popular with guys or girls? Do guys put their dick in the udders to fall out of the cow costume? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've I think, given away I, I, think I think it's more about the like the milking. I think you do know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The milking. That's you know. Yeah, that's an udder. Your dick goes in the udder. All right. Anyway. Yeah. All right. That's enough for Mike and Natalie. In my opinion. all right, I'll do. I'll do real quick. Um, so there wasn't. I I got lucked out here. Joby and Yara weren't even on the show. Good pick, Brian. Only had to do one character, Lucky and that's K ass or uh, Kelani and Asuelu. So Kelani's actively now looking into the divorce, even though Lo, her dad, told her not to. She goes to a divorce lawyer whose name is Tyler T. Todd. <laughs> I did awesome. see this scene too. I watched a little bit. Like, what? What does the middle T stand for? I T Toad. Taco. Tyler Thomas Todd. Tyler Thomas Todd. Tyler Todd Boy Todd. Like, what the fuck is that name? It's a very southern name, not belonging in Utah. TTT. Or is it a very Mormon name belonging in Utah? I I don't know what a Mormon name is. So, I'm thinking Mitt Romney. Glenn Beck. Mitt Romney. Uh, wait, what's that Smith guy who started the whole thing? Johnny John Seven Smith. Wives. John Smith, wasn't it? Or John, Smith. No. John Smith. I wanted to say John Joshua Smith. Smith. I'm like, that's not right. Yeah, John, John Smith was John the guy Smith. from Pocahontas. He also started the Mormon Church. I think so. Wow. Also, He's all up in that Indian pussy and also started the Mormon Church. How much time does this guy have? Also allegedly killed by Freemasons. <laughs> well, there you go. That's what you'll find out. You get a few levels higher. You'll find out who killed uh, John Joseph Smith. Smith. Thank Joseph you, Chelsea. Smith. Joseph Smith. So Chelsea, one of our friends, probably lost her. John Smith is from Pocahontas. <laughs> wow. Well, good fun fact. I haven't seen that either. Thanks for weighing in. But Joseph right. Smith probably got some Indian pussy, too, though. Well, that just seems all. racist. Oh, God. Chelsea's boyfriend 
is named Joseph Smith. And apparently, oh, wait, no. Did he get Native American? Wait, didn't he think the Native Americans are like the lost tribe of Israel? (laughs) Wait a minute. Penny's getting very upset about me saying Indian pussy. You're right, Native American pussy, Penny. But Penny, do you have some Native American in you? Is this why you're so upset about your pussy being besmirched? Silence. <laughs> oh, oh shit! I, I didn't say Native American either. <laughs> I was right. I'm not touching that, this topic. That was the problem. That's all right. All anyway, good. moving forward. So the crazy thing is that I guess Trump and I didn't realize this. You know, Trump uh, was trying to crack down on immigration. And uh, really? although, honestly, really? but here's the funny thing though: he's trying to crack down on what K one visa immigration. That's like the one that at least has I don't think that was reasonable. the only. Uh, yeah, I don't think that was the only immigration that it was cracking down on. But, I, but it's political just crazy. here. He apparently he apparently changed the laws so that for your K one visa, if people if you marry an immigrant, right, it used to be ten years you had to pay for all their shit. If they're like derelict, you had to pay for them if they try you know file for uh, whatever government government aid. And now I guess it's for their lifetime unless they're deported, they become a citizen or they die. Well, what if you like get divorced? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Well, yeah, still, even divorced, after still divorce. Pay, she's at divorce. You still pay for him. I mean, nobody. Man, nobody man, has don't, modeled, don't fall for this, man. Don't marry those women. Come on. Nobody has modeled that marriage is for life better than Donald Trump. So, of course, <laughs> come from him. And with a K-1 visa. <laughs> All his partners. Dude, wait. I mean, could, could Melania get him on this then? Yes, I think she done. could get him on the divorce. Yeah, I think she would be yeah, just she'd probably fine get with the more divorce, than uh, the, the government payouts that you get on. <laughs> I'm leaving you, Donald. You have to pay for all of my all of my splurges, and it's literally two hundred dollars a month. <laughs> but um, the, the, the lawyer was saying that. I mean, when you change a law like that, when you sign the document, you think it's ten years. So Kalani's dad signs on. Yeah, ten years. Apparently, he didn't know that at the time what he was doing, but. When yeah, they I change like the part. law, like that doesn't, it's not retroactive. No, exactly. No, no it, it would never hold up in court. Yeah, it would never hold up in you court. Know, they would be able to get out of it. The immigration attorneys they, will get them out of it. Yeah. I, I don't know about <laughs> these immigration attorneys they get on a, uh, a 90 day. They don't always seem to be the most knowledgeable. He wanted nothing to do with her getting divorced or any of it. He's like, yeah, you should probably stay married. Sweet. He's, he's, he's like, he's like, like it's best for the kid. Do what's best for the kids. She's like, he beats them. He's like, well, do they deserve to be beaten, madam? Let me ask you that. Let's so TTT pose the question that needs to be answered. Do the people on this show get married after knowing someone for just 90 days? No, the 90 day pro- visa, 90 day fiance means once you get approved for the K-1 visa, you, the person can come to the U.S., live. They have 90 days to get married or they have to go Oh, back. okay. So a lot of the, the first couple of seasons were basically like the, the people didn't know each other at all. They maybe met online. Maybe they had spent like a weekend together or something. And then they come over and, you know, it was more kind of like a documentary drama type thing. Now it's just produced to hell and it kind of sucks see what penny doesn't understand is we brought howie in to make everyone feel comfortable with not watching the show now anybody can watch and howie asks the questions that people have no idea what they're talking about would ask so we there's this guy i knew in the army uh he was an intel analyst and he married this russian chick without like reporting that first which is a big no-no so he got 
his clearance pulled and he had to work in the mailroom. But as soon as, <laughs> as soon as they were married, she was the biggest bitch, wouldn't sleep in the same bed as him. Like it was just clearly trying to get the citizenship thing. So well, you can have that annulled on, on basis of fraud. So if if she did that as soon as they were married, he, I don't think he was smart enough for that. But I was actually jealous of him wait, in the mailroom. He was in the intelligence. <laughs> wait, he was in the intelligence community and then married. Was he was in the army. A, he was an army intel analyst, like a army lower list of person like me. Mary's a Russian chick in Korea, and then uh, she totally switches. Super bitch, you sleep in a different room than me. Should have married so a wait, queen did he make Russia. the same amount of money once he got the money? Yeah, the yeah. That's why I was jealous. It's like, <laughs> dude, the, the, the mail room, like everybody's happy to get their mail. Everyone's in a good mood. You give them their stuff. And it's like, oh, that's great. Like when Buddy the Elf is working in the mail room and, and Elf. Wait, is it, Howie, is this, why you, is this why you tried to buy a Korean prostitute out of slavery? No. <laughs> <laughs> it, that was love. That was real love. <laughs> Did I do that? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, you certainly talked about it as though uh, it sounds. It, it sounds like something I would do. Yeah. Well, it's we're good cheap. news, guys. So here's the thing: is how he's playing coy. But if you sign up right now to be a patron of our show, you go to patreon.com forward slash the boring pod. Or no, for, wait, it's just boring pod. I only made it recently. Anyway, long story short, we're running a uh, a promo where if you sign up now, we will donate $3 of whatever you sign up for into freeing Korean slaves that Howie has fallen in love with. So, Howie, the funds funds are They're they're called Juicy Girls. (laughs) What are they called? Juicy Girls? Yeah. They work in Juicy Bars. They're called Juicy Bars? bars? Yeah. Are the girls (laughs) juicy or are you juicy? This is too good of a transition. So, so you buy them like (laughs) juice? Howie, <laughs> when you were in uh, South Korea, did you ever run into a guy named Jahoon buying a cell phone? <laughs> and did he con you? <laughs> Jahoon? No. You got no, Jahoon! That Maybe amazing. you met him. You might have met him in a juicy par as a woman, and he lured you back to his apartment, told your cell phone to resell, and then once you were going to have sex with him, he slapped you left and yelled, You got Jahoon! As he flashed you as dead. It, it's an old joke, How You wouldn't probably. You'd have to tune it to older. So, episodes. speaking of juicy bars, talk about Angela getting healthy, going to a juice bar. How about that transition? <laughs> And uh, she has the line. Well, she had a couple great lines, but one of her great lines doesn't make any sense at all. She walks in. She's asking about it. What if your drinks doesn't have any sugar? And the person is like, well, most of our drinks have fruit, which have sugar in them because fruit has sugar. She's like, I need something with no sugar. And it's like, well, we have a, uh, a kale, bok choy, blah, 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 vegetable drink. She's like, what, what is that stuff? Well, that's all the stuff like from the garden. Like, oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> anyway, she ends up getting like, uh, I forget what happened. She ends up getting like a, a fruit drink and, and she likes it. And she has this line that she, she's nervous about de-virginizing her juices because it's her yeah. first time juicing, which I don't understand what that means. It doesn't sound like that good of a, a line. Well, hey, well, let, me, let me share my screen for a second. Oh, yes, no. I cannot wait for this. Is this going to be your juices getting divergenized? Does Howie yeah. have the Hold ability on. to share a screen? Um, Probably not. This is when I got a hemorrhoid popped out of my ass and my juices were divergenized. No, the share button's blacked out. Oh. Send, it, uh, send it in the chat. Brian can share it. It doesn't yeah, look like yeah, yeah. 
It doesn't look like it uh, put an image in chat. I could just type in here. Just uh, copy the copy, copy paste in the chat. Well, anyway, I'll tell you a couple of other Angela's. I thought you were talking about this line. Her friend, like her best friend, was sitting there helping her, right? Oh, yeah, that's good. JoJo. And uh, JoJo leaves, and she's like, she's like, I can't believe. I can't believe JoJo's leaving. She was helping me out with anything. I, I couldn't do nothing. Even, you know, wiping my coochie. And I was like, oh, oh, how did she not get sucked in like a black hole? Like just sucked into her. Is this that Angela that we're talking about that I sent the link to? Yeah. yeah. Why yes. did you send that picture? I, I just looked at I was trying to see if this was her. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, her. Yeah, that's, and that's probably like her a day before surgery. Really gross. More, yeah. yeah there, <laughs> there she is. There she is. Looking beautiful. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Looking great. And Wait. she was smoking. They explicitly told her not to smoke. So she's she the foreigner? No. no. She's, she's from, from Georgia. Georgia. Oh, I was going to say. I'm like, somebody has brought her here to marry? <laughs> somebody married her and will apparently go to America to be with her. And, she uh, just wants yeah. to be a citizen then, right? As it gets. Yeah. No, I he think Michael actually really like her. Yeah. And yeah, Michael really the, likes her. The funniest thing about Michael is... He's from, uh, where is he from? Nigeria? Nigeria. Nigeria. He is the biggest Donald Trump fan you'll ever hear of. He Wait, wears really? like, you don't remember <laughs> I've not that? I have seen that at all. They I like have it? either. Oh they my God. The first time she went over to Africa on a different season, she bought him all this Donald Trump stuff. And he was so happy because he loves Trump. He's like, Donald Trump, that's my man. That's my man. He had like Donald Trump boxers that he would wear all around. He would have MAGA shirts. They like biggest big, Trump fan ever. They like bigger girls, don't they? Oh, they uh, yes. do. Yeah. With 10-pound yeah. boobies. Well, that's was, what Michael objected they, they, they to. Pretend, Angela, they pretend to take one for the team. Oh, no. He was like, he was like her big breasts. He's like, yeah, it's like your big breasts. That's a sign of prosperity. I don't know why I'm talking like I'm a Russian, but uh, yeah, big titties in Ethiopia are a big deal, or Nigeria, a big deal. So he was opposed to her getting all these surgeries, but she does. And then also, she's getting the chin tuck and she goes in. Why the fuck is she flirting with every goddamn doctor? She gets pissed at Michael when he goes to a strip club and looks over his shoulder at a clothed lady point, dancing at a strip club. And Angela's flirting with the doctor. She's like, hey, you're that guy. And Michael's, yeah, and it's not just one comment. It's like awkward Multiple. repeatedly. Like, oh, man, all these doctors are so good looking. Now, how'd you get so good looking? That guy wasn't and, even uh, good looking. He's, he's like touching, touching her chin. He's like, oh, you can touch my chin all day. What what is happening here? <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna push up the Don't middle of your to. chin here. Yeah. I'm gonna make, push up the middle of your chin fat, your turkey waddle, and make it look like a vi- vagina. And I'm gonna gently fuck it. She's like, Oh, doctor, that's nice. No, you guys didn't mm. see that same part. Mm. Mm. I missed that part. Mm. All right, go with Angela. I mean, they devote half the show to her. Why don't they just have a spinoff? Angela's uh, nonstop surgery fucking. Show it's it's all it is dynamite. Good uh, well, yeah, it's as good I, as the paying, show. Who's <laughs> paying for the surgery? Who's paying for her hotel rooms to be in California for what months? I guess. And who the fuck is watching all her grandkids? Because apparently her kids, who have the kids, are just degenerates and can't even do it themselves. Because when she's at home, apparently she's watching the kids. Yeah, totally. Well, here, okay, just to go off Rico's idea, let's give a little credence. Here's your show pitch, Rico. Angela has a stomach surgery. They go in there. They go to remove all the fat and the tummy shit. They find that she absorbed a twin in the womb. The pitch for the show is that Angela now has a little 
little side, uh, you know, homunculus called Little A, and they tour the world smoking cigarettes. What the and, fuck are you? And judging oh drive-in movies. Is this better than what I said? It seems a lot A, a million times. Did you say no. homunculus? Yeah, homunculus. It's like a little thing that hum- like, hum- comes off you. I know what you're talking about. Thank you, Howie. <laughs> little A. I don't like this idea, though. <laughs> no, it's terrible. I, I, you know what? I throw the idea made here. I throw ideas. You hey, morons. Do they have an idea, a good idea that Odie improved upon with my Charles or Andre goes to yeah. random houses and, and destroys them and the guys that he thinks he's renovating them. That, that would be a, a great idea. show. Whatever you just said was retarded. You're telling me you wouldn't watch a show with Angela and little A, a human being no. that had lived inside of her for 50 years absorbing her cigarette smoke that looks like a little goblin, and they go that- around and they judge drive-in eateries? You're well, telling first- me you wouldn't watch that? <laughs> yes, you fucking would, you goddamn liar. First it's of all, just, that's not, it's just that's like, not uh, do you remember Pedro Pedro Martinez used to pitch for the Red Sox? Oh, yeah. Did he have a, that, that he little, have a little guy, little Pedro, that would walk around with him? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking It's like mini me, exactly. She grew up, she'd be like, she'd be like what, do I, what do you think, little A? You want to try this diner? They're known for their beef tacos. And she'd be like, yeah, Angela, give me another smoke. That'd be amazing. It's not you guys, your worst thing. You guys idea. know Mike Boddicker used to pitch for the Red Sox? Nobody cares no. about that. Well, <laughs> right. that, that that's just truly something nobody gives a shit about. Mike, how do how does Howie know a baseball player? That's what I'm interested in. Is there, my, is there a story my aunt used to ba- this? My aunt used to babysit for him, so we'd like go to the games and stuff. <laughs> Did he try to rape you? No, no, yeah. not not him. <laughs> the rest of the team. <laughs> now, I, I knew him when he played for the Orioles before he got transferred to the Red Sox. Transferred. Transferred. Put in the transfer yeah. papers. Send them off. <laughs> hey, so does this show have any gay couples? Uh, last season did, and they were even more boring than any couple this season. They were boring because they were very compatible, which was yeah. just, uh, it's not good TV. Like, awful. oh, yeah. Good, you, you're a gay you, couple that gets. You along. think you'd get like the sassiest of gays? Like, what well, is you? Got a little bit of sass, but yeah, just not entertaining. Not entertaining sass. It was more. I won't eat candy from this Mexican uh, child sass, which is a special kind of sass that's not interesting to most people. All right, yeah. should we wrap this shit up and yeah. move on? Yes. All right, let's go to Brandon and Julia, my last couple. Um, basically, this was a continuation. I think they might have only had one scene. It was a continuation of last week where Julia threw a hissy fit that Brandon's friend had the audacity to talk about. Oh, yeah. They were terrible. Sorry to interrupt Um, you. Penny pointed out the Australian lesbian who was horrible. So annoying. that Well, there's the Australian lesbian and then her friend, which is a pretend lesbian, who clearly wanted nothing to do with lesbianism and was the biggest fucking cunt in the world. Yeah. I, I I could I just imagine her pulling out a strap on like crocodile Dundee with his knife. Now this is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. There's that's why Howie's on the show. Yep. So uh, Julia just continued to bitch about how Brandon's friend had memories of what they did in the past, and is that that abnormal to be like you talking with your friend? You're like, oh, remember that time? It was hilarious. You fucking laugh about. Fun stuff that happened in the past. It's pretty normal to be friends. And then Julia's like, well, you know this. I have a problem with jealousy. You don't get to say you have a problem with something as like an excuse unless you're actually willing to 
correct the problem in some little way, shape, or form. So wait, wait, wait. Was it like just memories of doing normal things? Not like, oh, I remember I used to fuck him in the ass. They definitely definitely did not fuck. There's no fucking. This girl's way too hot for Brandon, way too interesting. Yeah. No. It was was like watching a movie. Yeah, exactly. They stayed up late one time watching a movie. And I remember Brandon, we were... We watched a movie together, and then you made me get up early to feed the cows. That was fun. And that's what set her off. She's like, nobody feeds my cows. Julia's associating that with, like, love. Like, making someone feed the cows is like, you love her. Well, Brian just completely made up that part. Cosplay cowgirls. It's all about cosplay cowgirls, I'm telling you. And melting Brandon's others. Um, Brandon's parents, these people in Virginia, are rumored to have swinger parties. Um... You should old- go. Yeah, you put like white rocks outside your <laughs> can, house. Can we send something. you in? <laughs> How we <he> knows? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are the rocks made of cocaine? Or be like, I well, I wish. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have very specific rules on hot tub etiquette. That's how yeah. you know they're swingers. They're like, you're not allowed to wear your clothes in the hot tub, even if you're our son and his girlfriend. Yeah, Did they, you w- guys- they, they wouldn't let them sleep in the same room, but got mad at them for wearing clothes in the hot tub. That makes any sense. No. Did you guys see in the news today? It was someone from like a lady reporter from like Denmark or something. She was covering. Oh, like, I, I watched covering, that video. Co- covering like the swingers thing. And I guess she had like sex in the video for like her news story for the swingers party. So yeah. She <laughs> went, wow. That's fucking she went awesome. To a swingers, she went to a swingers club to interview people. <laughs> she ended up fucking one of the guys that she was interviewing and the, uh, they didn't show it, but the audio was there. And they just kept rolling. <laughs> That's amazing. So, wait, wait. So, so there was like a camera guy there? Or is she like a recorder yeah. that she just let roll? She's like oh, a well, reporter, dude. Yeah. The, the audio <laughs> didn't seem to be accompanied by video because it was just some weird screen. But it was definitely a recording of it. And they played it somehow. I think they played it on the news, which just shows that the, the Dutch are wow. more fun. America is such a prudish nation. It is. Well, I say shame on all of our anchor women and men for not going to swingers parties and having sex and sharing the audio. Right. I mean, what's that? What's that chick for ESPN that got all uppity because a guy filmed her through a peephole to her. Oh, I saw that. When she she wasn't looking. (laughs) Hey, lady. Be a real journalist for once, would you? Didn't that happen to her like five times? Like, <laughs> well, you know, if it does, learn, learn, what, one, learn what masking tape is and cover your fucking pole. Or don't. Or how about this? Don't change directly in front of the door hole. Also, yeah, it's, it's definitely her fault that she undressed in her <laughs> if it happens five, own If it happens five times... Learn something. I don't know what you're talking about. Changing right, the I corner mean, of your hotel it, it, room it like was, the rest of us, assuming was, that people are always looking through the door hole. It was so I God, always assume they are. It was so goddamn hot in Texas. I was definitely sleeping naked in my tent. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was so hot in Texas you had to peep through people's door holes when they weren't paying attention. No, nope, nobody's peeped through my tent hole. <laughs> That's the only way to cool off in Texas. I don't know what to tell you guys, but masturbating furiously while staring through someone's reverse peephole really cools you down. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other couples? Are we done? Oh, there's going to be a thing? There's going to be a thing now? Really? Judgmental silence? Every joke you have, like, at least 50% of your jokes have to do with masturbation. All right, fine. None of them are funny. I'll, I'll move on Just to something else. shelve the masturbation jokes. We're, we're all almost, you are all 40 years old. I'm almost 40 years old. It's not funny anymore, man. It's not. I don't remember what joke I said previously. 
You think they're what, all what do you think I, having to do with masturbation? No, did they're not. I, did I tell you guys I got an argument with my mom about how old I was? And she, it turns out <laughs> I was wrong. She was right. How, but how were you off by a lot? Or like No, I, I thought I was 42. I won't be 42 till next month. <laughs> well, it's not surprising. Well, it's good that you're speaking with your mom. It was a little touching. Uh, well. I didn't talk to her for like three weeks. Talked to her today. I got a big argument. About <laughs> <laughs> your age or a different age? No, it's, it's about because I won't get vaccinated still again. Well, we don't need to talk well, about Let's that. go talk about my age again, mom. That was better. Yeah. All righty. Anywho, well, normally Brian would bail us out here, but he's angry at us. For yeah. Yeah. Enjoy your, enjoy your podcast, <laughs> shitheads. We're not talking about now. You fucking dicks. Okay. How are we going to move from segment to segment without a masturbation joke to uh, glue us together? We could talk about those costumes. Oh, using a masturbation joke, Rico? (laughs) You're pathetic. See, that was a funny one, though. That was actually funny. So do you guys have any more couples to talk about? No, let's move on. We've been talking about them way too. We've been making an hour talking about them too much. Yes, it's time for who's the asshole. All right. Who is the asshole? Or, or am I the asshole? Sorry. Oh, I, I, I love these. This is my favorite. Let's do it. Well, Rico hates them. So you guys give me at odds. All right. So this is one that uh, should be interesting because three of us are fathers. And one of us is a drunk who likes to drive drunk. So also Might also be, be a father. You don't know. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> So, okay. who, who could say? <laughs> am, am I the asshole for being strict on leaving at the time I said we are going to leave? My 23 year old female boyfriend, 25 year old male, has a history of being late and unprepared to pre panned event, pre panned, pre planned events and gatherings. Sometimes it could be annoying. More often than not, it's not a big deal. Usually, when he comes over, he says, I'll be over in an hour, but that hour turns into three hours. That's not that a big deal. Like, that seems like a big deal. It's a pretty big fucking deal to me. So happened on my birthday when he said he'd be over at 10 a.m. It wasn't over till noon. Again, we're going out with friends and 10 minutes before we're supposed to meet. He called to ask my opinion on the surfboard. That's <laughs> a baller move. Uh, he, was, he was at a sports store 30 minutes away. Pretty funny shit. So anyway, we took a trip to a place about six hour drive from where we are. We're going to leave right after work around 6 p.m. Didn't leave until around 10 because he was late to pick me up. One of the worst drives, we are both extremely tired, had to stop at a rest stop to sleep for a couple hours, maybe, you know, have sex in the bushes. We woke up at 4 a.m. after af- awfully uncomfortable sleep in the back of his car. My dog peed in the car while we were asleep. <laughs> oh, we got to our hotel that morning at 8.30 or 9 a.m., slept through the day, taking a whole day out of our vacation. Knowing this, we're going on a trip tomorrow a trip tomorrow where next week I have to work on site, but we're taking this weekend, whatever. They're going to vacation that weekend. God, this is too long. Awful traffic, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So part of the stretch could take between 40 minutes and four hours. If you go to the wrong time, he's aware of this. I told my boyfriend we're leaving out of my place at 1 PM to beat traffic. I wish I could go earlier, but he's not an early riser at one we're not coming to my place to get some food, blah, 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 blah. When I said this, he got pissed off. It was passive aggressive towards me for the rest of the conversation. I sensed this, told him about how much our last trip sucked. Yada, 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 yada. He says, I'm stressing him out by setting such a strict time with high expectations, which in his words gives me, quote, asshole-like qualities, unquote. 
Am I the asshole for leaving? It's just that we leave right at one o'clock. Edit. Nah, we don't need the edits. So is this chick the asshole or not? I mean, this is the easiest. Oh, is there a disagreement? The guy's a dick. See, you guys chose this one. You said you wanted to do this one. I thought it was going to be a little bit. There was going to be more of a gray area. The guy's an ass. The guy is just the exact definition of a self-centered fucking prick. All right. I will give you a a slight addendum. So there's an update to this post. He showed up before 1 p.m. for this trip. So they talk about his chronic lateness on the road. And, uh... Long story short, people say that the guy has ADHD. So do I. And <laughs> so I'm always early. That's his, that's his excuse. He says he has ADHD. Well, I don't have the H part. So maybe he's, and, he's gonna, and he's going to look into it. So that's a little update well, for you. Does that for, help at all? all? I mean, some people are just late. And this guy obviously is one of those people. So you if say that somebody, like it's okay. Well, if you're somebody who values highly always being on time and leaving ethics, then you're not going to be compatible. So you're an asshole for thinking that it's going to work. Cause she's, it's not. she's not an asshole, but she's an idiot. I would used to be married to someone like this dude. And you just have to tell them you need to leave or be somewhere like way earlier than you really do. And then when they're late, you're actually on time. Yeah, well, but sometimes, like, say <laughs> <As> simple as <laughs> say that that trip they were taking at six o'clock at night. That's you say we have to leave at six because you're probably that's when you get back from work and it's a six hour drive. Getting somewhere at midnight is plausible, where you can go pretty much straight through. Leaving at ten for a six hour trip is not going to be doable. But you can't say, oh, let's leave at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, so you can. You say, hey, we're going to have to get out of work a little early that day. We're going to have to leave at 3. And he'll probably still show up at 6 for some bullshit reason. And then everything works out. (laughs) So you got to go through this whole thing of making up stories about leaving work early to appease the fucking um, self-centered You just lie constantly. constantly. Yes. Uh, it's the, not down that road. That you just, the I mean, they're not compatible. <laughs> he needs to find somebody. Well, there's that, there's that too. But I mean, she it, needs to find somebody who's going to be on time. Well, he needs hold to on. find somebody who's not going to care about it. Who's going to, but what person other than the biggest asshole in the world is going to, the person that gets with this guy, if he can't show up within three fucking hours or two hours half the time, the person that dates this guy and accepts it's an asshole. I don't give a shit if you have an ADHD. You got to show up at a reasonable time and be. This is like an extreme case. This is an extreme. This guy's like way. He's like the outer bounds of being. I know people. I know people here in LA. I won't name names that routinely show up an hour to two hours late to everything. Like it's fucking not okay. It's fucking bullshit, especially in the era of like, like cell to like a dinner reservation or like to a party. Because a party's like, eh, I would be late to a party. Dinner reservations, parties, or your they'll start parties late or just whatever you're doing, they're late. And they ask you, oh, can we move this because I'm running late? No, no, we can't move it. Figure See, your shit out. It's move. not. That's a it's move. not that's that hard to be on time. It's not that fucking hard to be on time. Yeah. See, gr- growing up. We didn't stand for this in my house. Two things my great grandfather instilled in my father is racism. You show you show up on time and you don't and- <laughs> you don't stand in doorways. 
<laughs> what? He would walk through doors. He just he just fling the doors open like you shouldn't be standing in the doorway. Like, boom! You're you know what? He's right. He's right. Unless there's an earthquake. How did your grandfather die? Earthquake. No, no, no. Totally he was like, under that doorway. Like, I'll be goddamned. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, the I get one in a Yeah. All right. Anybody? Uh, other opinions yeah. on this? I think I think the guy's 100% dick, and I hope uh, the girl breaks up with him. Let's do the next one. Well, the next, the next one. one. Who picked No. You, you actually missed the best one, Howie, that we did. We had the, two uh, really good ones yeah. in the in the Patreon bonus, and this is the one we ended up doing for the main show. I gave I just gave uh, him the titles of them. Give Howie, well, oh, just give the, Howie the, last, the one about the, the uh, last episode. I didn't even know we did this, and I just pulled one off the top of my head that I read like some time ago. Yeah, I, I can give Howie the one real quick. Hold on, let me bring that. Yeah, this give is me the guy about, uh, I have to get a, guy I have to get a beer anyway. So you do that, I give you a beer. Wait a minute here. Uh, speaking of beer, so this was crazy. I, I go to the, my grocery store like normal. I go over to the beer aisle. I walk there, and the, the whole thing's empty. There's no beer. And for like a That's split second, scary. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I go closer. I see there's a sign like, all the beer has been re- re- relocated over near the produce. I'm like, oh, all right, so go get it. And when I'm checking out, I'm like, you found the beer. I'm like, yeah, they're like, yeah, people were like freaking out before. I'm like, I told them they need to put up a sign. <laughs> We moved. I'm, I'm, I'm like, if I didn't see the sign, I just would have thought that like it was like the toilet paper run or something. <laughs> like, what why, why, why would I go over to the produce section? Is this because of the Fauci? <laughs> why would you, why do what's going grocery on? stores do that periodically? Like they'll just move shit. Like we've been shopping here for thirty years, never was a problem, and now dude, you got to relocate dude, first, the beer. When, when I saw like no beer, my heart dropped. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> we can't have a beer shortage. That would be the worst. I, I've heard there's going to be possibly a Jack Daniels shortage because for some reason ah. the bottles that they put Jack Daniels in, like they can't get them or like oh wow. some ridiculous reason. Anyway, they I don't can't put them Jack in Daniels plastic. They could, they could Rico. Maybe they will. All right, Howie, I'll just, I'm not going to read okay. this whole wait, thing. No, I'll true. just give you like the, you know, that's overview true. of it. Hold on. Wait. That is true. Our buddy Ryan works in the uh, booze distributing industry, and it is true because of like whatever's going on with COVID shortages of supply lines, they cannot get a lot of the bottles you buy liquor in. I, I, it's probably true. I, so I think it's still a conspiracy, and they're just trying to ruin our lives. Next thing we anyway. see on Twitter is people filling up plastic bags with liquor. It's <laughs> <Just> like they <laughs> did with the gas. Jack Dallas just rolls up a big keg or a truck. Bring a laundry basket in to get my bourbon in. I hate. All right, I don't think that's going to work that great. Uh, It's got holes in it. I know. That's it's a joke about the gasoline. You ever see the the meme? I know. I know the gasoline joke. But anyway, so am I the asshole for going to college instead of helping my baby's mom with childcare and such? So essentially, what happened here? This guy's super wealthy. Um, Parents own a dairy farm. Uh, He uh, there's a. A housekeeper and a young housekeeper, the daughter of the housekeeper, who's 19 years old. So I guess while he's in college, he's back home on break or whatever, and uh, he invites this young 19-year-old housekeeper out to a party, knocks her up. You know what happens. DNA test confirms it. It's his kid. Mm -hmm. So he goes back to college. His parents keep paying for him to go to college. 
He actually stays in college and gets his master's. I'm getting a little, little bit ahead of myself here. So he's obviously doesn't have money himself at the time. He's super wealthy, but his parents, it's not his money, it's his parents' money. So he can't like send money to the baby mama. So what his parents did is they just paid her like an extra couple bucks, like eight bucks an hour or something like that. So yes, this is a family of assholes. Okay. <laughs> so what ends up <laughs> happening though, after he gets his master's years later, he moves back and gets back together with the, uh, you know, with the baby mama and they're keeping it like low key. They're like doing it secretively because they want people to know. And then finally he invites her to like a family gathering and the parents are cool with it. They're like, Oh yeah, it's, that's great. But like the extended family is not cool with it at all. And the extended family afterwards is sending him messages saying that he's, you know, taking advantage of her and that, you know, she or he was irresistible to her and he shouldn't have hooked up with her and that he shouldn't have gone back. It's basically tearing the guy apart, which probably rightfully so. But anyway, so apparently everything has worked out for this guy. He got to have fun in college, mm-hmm. got his master's, did all that shit, came back, and now he's back together with his baby mama with zero. Well, he's better equipped to take care of her now. You know, the master's is going to make more money and be able to support them. But do you think a master's really matters, though? It's no. a dairy farm. That, that makes up Family for not business. being a, that makes up for not being in a child's life. <laughs> you can all so agree t- on that. So two things: we have this dairy farm near Scranton called Manning's, and all they had. Oh, a bu- they, always has a personal story. They, 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 they had a bunch of kids. All the kids went to these Ivy League schools, <laughs> and got, got degrees, and they all came back and work on the farm. That's, That's actually kind of it's kind of common I'm, with that. I uh the like just the farm, with dairy farms. No, the apple, the apple orchard that, they, they I, hunt, that I hunt great on, ice cream. All of the people, like it's a huge family. All of the kids went to Ivy League <laughs> all, the, all the immigrants I hunt on this apple farm, and then all the then workers came back, and now they pick apples. It's like, why did you go to college? I don't <laughs> and, and, and the second thing, speaking of baby mamas, it it just blows my mind that there's a little girl right now whose mom's a stripper, and her dad's a crackhead. And her grandfather is the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that wild? Like shit. It is. <laughs> in America. American dream. Living in America. That was a little political, but it's okay. All right. Yeah, move move on. Move on. All right. Let's, when late night TV was funny, it was that was rel- a late night relevant. joke. That was a good yeah. late night joke. Oh, and before I forget about it, Brian, if you really have those refrigerators outside... You got to make sure there are no kids climbing there. I don't know if you've ever seen like the Punky Brewster episode where she gets stuck in the fridge. Or There's a lot of shows as growing up. Kids that's are always true. getting stuck in <laughs> fridges. So watch out if that's every other episode. All right. So <laughs> I've got the last uh, the last segment is, of course, to wrap it up. This uh, show is too long, but I blame Howie. So it's Shark Tank. And uh, this oh, idea, man, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm sold on it or if I'm against it. But let me share the image of it. This is called, let me open it up. This is called uh, Pet Display Clothing. Here's what it looks like. Now, this is a approved U.S. patent. And the idea behind it is that you're a kid. You have uh, a gopher, a hamster, a, a mouse. And you want to go out in the world and show that gopher or mouse off. And apparently this is a device. It's like a vest. You wrap it around your body 
It's got tubes and feeding areas and all sorts of fun for the hamster. And you can wear it out to school or to the gym. And your hamster can go with you and run around and play and have a wonderful time. I can tell where this is going already. I'm not making that joke, Rico. I am not I'm, making that I'm joke. T- I can tell where people, what people would do with this. What call, some people would do call me Say old. the joke, Rico. Say the joke. Have you guys seen enough? Should I take the, the photo down? I've seen uh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> call, call me old fashioned. <laughs> to, describe it, to describe it at home, it is, it is literally a series of interlocking tubes around a guy. Like you wear it like a vest. It's got tubes that go over so the hamstrings will run all over your body and around your waist. And uh, a smiling child is just loving life as uh, 16 hamsters run around in the tubes. And he also, for some reason, shoved foliage under the tubes. That's optional, I guess. Call me old-fashioned, but I still think it's more appropriate to carry your flying squirrel around in a Crown Royal bag in your pocket. (laughs) That was a great move. Our buddy Damon in in, uh, college had that squirrel, and it flew like a motherfucker. It did. did. Until Anton lost it. Uh, I don't remember that. Rest in peace, squirrel. Rest in (laughs) peace. Drown it up with cocaine and... uh, So, that's... Well, there's one possible use for this contraption right you're 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 a child you go to the airport you got this hamster contraption on you maybe they're full of drugs maybe the food in there is full of drugs we got to think of other uses for this because there's no way this is going to sell right you just get the shit beaten out if you're a child wearing your hamsters to school (laughs) can we all agree on that (laughs) how does something like this not sell but like the pet rock sells the pet rock's easy it's in your home no one else sees it but you buddy it's ironic (laughs) Well, actually, would you wear this ironically? No. Loading? I feel like people would. I think that you could sell this today. In today's market, this could be sold, I think. It probably could be sold, actually. You're not wrong. It's like so a, a gay S&M club. No. Walk in I there think, and you got no. a gerbil running around. I think, <laughs> what are the party? You want to get a high five for your beer? <laughs> I think if we make the tubes... Five times larger, right? Just like huge tubes, so people can have their French bulldogs, their little, uh, their little fucking, you know, like corgi dogs or whatever they keep in their purses, running around in these tubes. I guarantee it. You'll see people wearing it around. Like I just couldn't leave him at home. It's just he's so emotional. He barks. Just have to let him run. He loves to run. He loves to run. I have treats in this pocket. I have. uh, I I don't know why this. I don't know why this made me think of this. It has to do with the animals. I think. But so when I was on one of my flights back here, I'm like, sweet. There's nobody sitting next to me. This is awesome. I have a little bit of room. Plus I fucking stink. So great. <laughs> then like we're waiting and then some really heavyweight woman comes like ah, huffing down the aisle. She sits down. She sits down. And she goes, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, was great. it Angela? And then she what? has, she has this bag and the students come. She's like, Oh, would you like to put in the overhead compartment? She's like, it's a dog in there. <laughs> <laughs> now just imagine that giant fat woman with a bunch of tubes around her yeah. six inches wide <laughs> it's, it's, it's her, my emotional support animal but now they don't accept that anymore <laughs> but, like yeah yeah she could have the tube system and everything but it's, can you like, imagine the huge fat woman wearing the tubes though the dog would run itself to death she'd be like i was just too big he just ran himself. It was, well, his little heart, he stuck at the bottom. It wouldn't be able to go up. <laughs> he's, he's just scrabbling, <laughs> scrabbling on the edges. <laughs> Did she ask you to hold the dog, Howie? No, she kept in the bag the whole time. 
she asked the flight attendants, like when we got to our destination, they had to get like some kind of cart for her. And so they had everybody. They're like, "We're why was she so out of breath if she had ridden a cart the whole time?" She didn't. Yeah. Now that that's like, I need a cart. And she also was like working at a COVID hospital, and she like recently had COVID. I'm like, "Fuck, great, great, great." <laughs> so, but so 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 when we get there, they're like, "We're doing a different departure thing. Everyone stay in your seats." Well, they like get this fucking woman off and into the cart. Like, that annoys the hell out of me. Why yeah. are those people the first ones off? <laughs> they, they should be should last. Be the last ones off. Yep. Yep. South fucking West is the worst with that because they have the first three rows are always like the most handicapped people in on the plane. Rico or, notoriously anti-handicapped. <laughs> or the most hungover. <laughs> Listen to Rico's other podcast. Fuck the handicapped. Well, Rico goes around painting over handicapped parking spots and also <laughs> taking taking Andre like taking sledgehammers to ramps in your neighborhood. Well, just stay in your seat until everyone else is off. Like, why are you inconveniencing 150 other people? Stay oh, I totally there. fucking agree. Totally agree. The whole boarding unboarding process is madness the way they do it. It's, it's like you're never in a hurry. Sense. If you're that handicapped, it's not like you have anywhere to be. And why do they get to go to the front of the line at TSA? Like you're what we're the ones standing here in line. Why are you True. jumping everyone? It doesn't because they sense. can't stand Rico. Is that why it's checking your hat a new thing with TSA? Check your hat. Like, like, we, yeah, I, you, know, no, you, go you, through, it. you go through the you machine, always... they come out and they're like, sir, can I see your hat? Oh, like, no, yeah, what? Oh, were you wearing your hat backwards? Like fucking, uh, no, no, but they like checked it. Like, I don't know if you guys watch Peaky Blinders with it. Like, like I had a blade in my Oh hat yeah. I love Peaky Blinders. <laughs> well, that, that must have been a gung ho TSA guy because uh, they never do shit when I'm. Dude, the Houston TSA was like the worst I've ever encountered. Well, they just didn't want you to leave, buddy. They didn't yeah. want you to leave. Alrighty, it's been yeah. a long show. My yeah. bladder's about had it. So. I feel like the show is. got a lot better when we stopped talking about Ninety Day Fiance. It always does. It always does. That's a fact. Well, we took a while to get into it for a reason. And uh, but then we spent way too much time talking about it, so we'll shorten that up. I think shorten more fo- more photos of these broads helps. <laughs> Don't call the chicks broads, Howie. <laughs> okay, it's not it's not two thousand five, Howie. You can't use those words. It's a line from UHF. Fucking uh, idiots. Anyways. Oh, you made a reference that we didn't get. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I take us it. out, Rico. <sighs> Boring, Bing Bong. Hi. See ya. Who is that girl next week? Who is that?